This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Chats with Susan Burrell. And that's me. I help strong, capable women who have pockets of self-doubt access their inner wisdom and clarify their own truth. Chats with Susan Burrell is where we have rich conversations about empowerment, radiating your brilliance out into the world, and loving yourself more than you ever have before. And who doesn't want that? So let's get started. So I was uh, in somebody's office the other day, and um, he pointed to this compass hanging on his wall, and it had north and south on it. And I said, wow, that's great. He said, yes, that's my moral compass. I said, okay, so what does the north and the south stand for? It didn't have east and west. Well, it had the east and west markings, but he said, I, you know, it's, I'm right, either right or wrong. And, and that stunned me, actually, right or wrong, because this person only gave himself two choices when there's a plethora of choices and it got me thinking, okay, so what is a moral compass? How do we use it? Why, why would we have it in the first place? And what would be the other points on that compass, right? So in the previous paradigm that has completed, the, the paradigm of patriarchy and uh, which includes control and and that paradigm was necessary for um, countries to be built for countries to fall for things to change for things to grow for uh, people to conquer other people so they could have more of what they thought they wanted or needed for power in the world etc 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 and that paradigm fortunately everyone is complete we are still seeing and feeling repercussions of that paradigm, but the new paradigm has more points on a moral compass than right and wrong. It, it, it is no longer us versus them, or black and white, or any of those things. Um, really, the moral compass that needs to be created now in this new paradigm needs to have many points on it. So as I began to think about this idea for myself, what is my moral compass? I realized one of the points would be integrity. So for me, integrity is huge because it, if, you, if I don't stand in my own integrity, then I become uh, inauthentic. I, I I them am hiding behind a mask of some kind. So, um, and, okay, so let me read something about integrity to everybody so you have this kind of in your brain. Integ- this is from a book called The Gentle Art of Blessing by Pierre Pradevan. And he says, integrity is a quality of being. It is holding on to that which you know to be your highest sense of truth and vision at all times whatever the cost. It is resonating with that deepest fiber of your being, which urges you to peacefully, but firmly hold your ground, whatever the supposed prestige of the authority or person opposing you, not out of stubbornness, but prompted by the quiet daring of that inner urge in which 
within you, which says, this above all to thine own self be true. It means following your highest sense of right at all times, whatever the comp consequences, however lonely the path. Integrity is speaking truth to power when silence would be easier and more advantageous to your interest. It is holding on to the power of truth when everyone around you is accepting compromises or pretending it really doesn't matter. It is standing firm and undaunted when others disappear into the underground shelters of their fears and timidity. Integrity is yet refusing to water down your inner sense of truthfulness, even to satisfy, appease, or gain the approval of a loved one. Above all, integrity means refusing to cheat yourself, lie to yourself, or abide in the doubtful shadows of half-truth. So to me, uh, my, moral my moral compass would have integrity, and um, it would therefore also have truth. What is my truth? Um, and that was something else that was interesting. If, you're, if there's just right or wrong, there's so many gradient shades, you know, there's 50 shades of gray in there, right? Of, of between right and wrong. And then there's also the individual's perception of what is right and wrong. There is, because we're all unique emanations. We're all different. We're all individual. Our perception is always just a couple degrees different from the next person. And when we fall into the trap, which is the old paradigm, everyone, of there are only two choices, right or wrong, good or bad, then the, the, the perceptions um, uh, that individuals hold of what those gradients could be get lost. And so our freedom of um, choice becomes diminished. Are you following what I'm saying? So I'm not talking about that in the gradient shades between right and wrong, we get to um, commit injustices against our fellow human beings, commit crimes of rape and murder. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is in looking, in seeking what the truth is in any situation, there will be gradients of, there will be shades of gray. There will be a couple of degrees of differences of perception. And it's important because the old paradigm was, I'm going to force you to believe what I believe, or I'm going to make you, this is where all the bullying comes from, everyone. I'm going to make you think the way I think, or I'm going to force you to submit to my will, to my rules, because I'm in a power of authority. And that's why that quote from the gentle art of blessing about integrity is so powerful to me personally, because it talks about speaking truth to power even when you're afraid and peacefully standing in your own integrity this is my truth so on your moral compass on my moral compass i would have truth what is my truth and so some of these points you've got to really think about where are like with integrity um you get to build your boundary lines right by holding integrity um with truth you get to really ask yourself well what is my truth? What is my new truth? So here's, I was having another conversation with a friend this morning and she said to me, well, every time you make a change, then there's a new truth. 
I thought, wow, you know, your past does not have to be your tr current truth in, in the present. It certainly is something that can uh, mold you and, and peel you <laughs> and shave off parts of yourself. Um, but it also is a place of um, dynamic shift so that your truth in the present moment is informed by what you did or who you were. But your truth in the present moment, again, you have choice. This is my new truth. For, for instance, my new truth is that I choose to be happy and free and live a life of love and expansion. My truth before was I'm miserable, I'm unhappy, and I guess this is the way it's supposed to be. Do you see the difference? And I'm talking about in my previous marriage, you know, before I got divorced and divorce cut me open and cleaned me out and, you know, helped me find my, my real truth that I had forgotten. And my truth from the beginning of my life was that I choose to be free and happy and to be love and joy in this lifetime. And I had forgotten that. So lots of times when we are only living in the two gradients of black and white or right and wrong, we forget all these other colors in between, all these other beautiful rainbows of color that are our truth or our life experience. So in figuring out what is on your moral compass or, or mine, another thing, for me at least, was compassion. And, and compassion on a compass, when you have compassion, it leads you to um, a greater truth. Uh, how am I saying that? It leads, compassion helps you to remember to keep your heart open. And it means having compassion for yourself. So this is my moral compass. So my moral compass is always in relationship to my inner self. Who am I? Who am I now? And that I am within me is integrity. And that I am within me is my personal truth. And that I am within me is compassion towards myself. Because we can only start right where we are with ourselves. And if we, if we can't have compassion for ourselves, when we beat ourselves up, then we, again, we limit our life. We, we make it very finite and small and we move into only two choices, you know, good or bad, right or wrong. So adding more points on your moral compass is, is very important. And, and I just realized another point on my compass is freedom, to be free, um, as well as love, which fits in with compassion, but love, I think, is greater than Compassion is, is something you can have for others, but you don't always have to love them. You know, you can have compassion for the person who uh, did a heinous thing, but you don't have to love them, right? Um, love is a, is a higher, deeper, more uh, connected to spirit and source energy. And again, it starts with loving myself first. But the freedom piece is important too. Um, I don't know about any of you who are listening, but I know when, as you, 
in my experience, let's talk about me, um, in my experience of going out into the world as an adult and becoming an adult and all the bumps and grinds and falling on your face and things that happen, um, I was a rule follower, you know? So here's the black and white, the right and wrong, the good or bad. I'm following the rules. It's in between those two. Oh my God. And what happened in my earlier life is in following just those couple of rules, my world, my life diminished until there was just one narrow path that I was in. And it was a rut. It was a rut. And it was a rut in my first marriage. And I didn't realize that I had freedom of choice. I thought I made these vows and I'm stuck. I made these vows. I'm going to make the best of it. I, I, how many people out there, raise your hand. I'm raising mine. How many people out there are in a, a, a marriage, a relationship? It could even be a job relationship. You're in a job and you feel like you're stuck in a rut. Because, and then you're just, I'll make the best of it because I really can't retire for another couple of years or I really can't pay my mortgage until blah, blah. Or I really, you know, the, I really can't do that. So I'm going to stay stuck where I am. So <clears throat> I have a larger quote by Desmond Tutu, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, who um, did phenomenal work in South Africa during apartheid and spoke truth to power, <laughs> stood in his integrity, not only for himself, but for his community and his country. And, um, and we're going to see if this quote fits in with what I'm talking about, about personal freedom. It's a quote about freedom. And Desmond Tutu said, freedom is so much a part of the human makeup that it is not too far-fetched to say that an unfree human being is in a sense a contradiction in terms. The ideal society is one in which its members enjoy their freedom to be human freely. Their freedom to be human freely. Provided they do not thereby infringe the freedom of others unduly. We are made to have freedom of association, of expression, of movement, the freedom to choose who will rule over us and how. We are made for this. It cannot ultimately be eradicated, this yearning for freedom to be human. This is what tyrants and unjust rulers have to contend with. They cannot, in the end, stop their victims from being human. Their unjust regimes must ultimately fall because they seek to deny something that cannot be denied. So each and every one of us on the planet is human, unless there's some aliens that have uh, left the mothership and come and walk walking amongst us, but really we're all human. And so therefore we all have this innate need and desire to be free, to be free to live their human life and, 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 and therefore having choice. So whatever choice people make that we then turn and judge, that is still their choice to be human, their choice to be free. Now, if you're making choices that are influenced by other people, like uh, influenced by the media, by the advertising, by your friends, your peers, your colleagues, by the business culture you're in. This is why I think a moral compass is important. 
because when you define your own moral compass, then when you are in situations where you're feeling constricted or in that against mode, that us versus them mode, that the only two choices, um, the moral compass will help you to expand, not only expand your heart through whatever you've put on there, like mine is freedom, integrity, truth, compassion, love so far, um, but it will also help you to expand your perception of a situation, your perception of a relationship, your perception of how things really are. So you can shift your perception in, in defining and utilizing your moral compass. Um, it, it, it's also something that it's not something to just have in your head, right? Okay. I have these, this list of six things or 10 things or whatever is on your, it has to be more than two people because we're out of the duality. Now we're out of the right, wrong us, them paradigm. And we're into a collaborative, collaborative and connected and communicative uh, paradigm, which is to me looks like a circle. And funny, a compass is a circle, right? With these different points off of it. So what you want to do is move that once you create your moral compass and move it from your head into your heart. And you can just envision, this is what I've been doing, envisioning that compass with these points that you uh, discerned. And, and mind you, they may change over the course of a, a week or a year or a lifetime, but those, those points on the compass and that circle, you just breathe that into your heart center so that it becomes embedded, if you will, in your heart, your, your different uh, moral degrees on your compass will become embedded in your heart so that wherever you go, whatever you do, when you lead with those points on your compass, your moral compass, when you lead with that first, which is about leading with your heart, leading with your heart, I'm taking a deep breath. When you lead with that first, then all the circumstances of your life become manageable. They actually even become doable and they actually even bring in possibilities that you hadn't considered. New perceptions show up, new synchronicities show up, new opportunities to be compassionate, since I have that on my compass, or to be more love, or to stand in my truth. And, and then you can notice, oh, this is in integrity with my moral compass. This is what I set as my moral intention to be these things, to activate these things within myself. So just some food for thought, everyone. Finding your moral compass, identifying it, defining it, um, figuring out what the truth is in your life so that you can be those things of integrity, creating freedom for yourself and others. Um, the moral compass will help you in this new uh, journey of this brand new paradigm, the new paradigm of being collaborative and being cooperative and figuring out other choices besides just the two black and white, right and wrong, good or bad. So speaking of journeys, because it's all a journey, life is a journey. I 
uh, do living your empowered life journeys. And in that, I work with clients to do exactly what I was just talking about <laughs> because I've lived all this, everyone. I have lived this myself. I practice it uh, as much as humanly possible. And um, what the Live Your Empowered Life journey is all about is learning how to live a life of freedom where you can own your own brilliance, where you can stand in your integrity and be that bright shining light of creativity and, and everything else that you were meant to be. Be your human self to the best of your brilliance and then also to claim your opulence. And how I do that is when I work with clients, we remove mental, emotional, and energetic blocks uh, from, your, from your system, from your physical being and your mental being. And by doing that, it helps the individual to gain a deeper sense of courage, of confidence, of clarity, recognizing that they're always at choice. And it helps to build uh, inner foundation of self-love that you can then stand on once we do this work. So it's uh, living your empowered life journey and you can go check it out on my website, susanburrell.com. Well, that wraps up our chat for today. Thanks for joining me. And if you want to learn more, go to susanburrell.com. You can contact me through the website. There's blogs for you to read. There are videos to watch. And remember, I am an intuitive healer and spiritual guide at the crossroads of life. And I would be more than honored to help you on your journey to live an empowered life. And so it is. Namaste. Namaste.